A few announcements. I want to remind everyone that uh, Wednesday will be Thursday. (laughs) Wednesday evening Bible study uh, will be Thursday evening at 7, so uh, keep that in mind. We're just for this week, of course, but I want to remind everyone of that. And also, um, our offering plates are around the sanctuary, and uh, those of you who would like to uh, send a donation, a contribution, and make it out to Winber Assembly, Box 361, Winber PA 15963, uh, Box 361, and that's Winber Assembly. Um, this morning, I am touching again on a, a couple of sermons or a couple of ideas that we've shared over the past, and um, we have a you know, in Philippians chapter three, verse uh, chapter four, verse thirteen, um, there's a an I can, <laughs> I can do all things. So, and, and uh, one of our friends, Jeannie Magaki, uh, what some forty four years ago or somewhere in there, made this uh, I can for me, and uh, I've 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 spoken on uh, this scripture a number of times, but. One of the things that, again, looking at it from, again, another perspective, what's in an ICANN? <laughs> what's in an ICANN? Now, I know that there are pins and all that stuff in this ICANN, but I'm, I'm asking it in a, cons- in, in a sense of whenever we say that verse that Paul admonishes us, I can do all things through Christ, what is in us that says I can? So what's in an ICANN? What's in the word that we say that I can? So, um, going along with what we spoke on last week, with, in, uh, whenever God tells Moses, I am that I am, has sent you, and we spoke about how that I am that, comma, I am that, meaning God is that to us, and it's, and it's the beginning of the revelation. It's the beginning of the revelation of who God is to the nation of Israel, and to us as individuals through Jesus Christ. So if we look at Philippians chapter um, 4, verse 13, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So the beginning of that verse, and, and, and I want to look at it in the perspective of what happens with Moses in, in Exodus, but um, I, I think of so many different ways that that verse, is, I don't know if you've been thinking about it this week or not, but it certainly has been on my mind. Uh, I can, you know, I am that. I am that God who, uh, you know, exceedingly great and precious promises uh, that I am that God who will take you from where you are to where you need to be. Um, I, I spoke to our, my grandson and, you know, he's, he plays baseball and hockey and everything. And we always say, you know, do your best. And then I, then I said, you keep doing your best and your best will get better. <laughs> so the idea is we keep doing our best and the best is not just a certain level, but we're always improving the best. And it's not a guilt trip. It's not a, oh, I got I to gotta do this one more thing. It's the idea that if we continue to strive, that the better gets easier. And what we had thought was a strain now becomes a routine. And what we thought was very difficult to overcome is overcome and we're facing something else. 
So whenever we're looking at the promises that God has given to us, I am that, meaning I am that God, I am that Yahweh who speaks to your heart. The, the word, um, I wrote it out, Yahweh, he who makes that which has been made. Yahweh, that's what it means, or one of the definitions. I am he who makes that which has been made. So I am that. I make that which has been made. (laughs) So whenever we're putting this together, what's in an I can? I am believing that God, that he, God, God will speak to my life his promises and um, his strength and his forgiveness and that, you know, the, the boundaries that he puts upon our life to live a godly life, he will, he will give us the strength to do those things, to live that way. I am that, he who makes that which has been made. I am the Yahweh of making that which has been made. So as we are going through our life and we say, you know, I need strength, I need help, I need peace of mind and heart, I need wisdom, I need a path set before me, I need this stuff, and so God is saying to us, I am that. (laughs) Peace, strength, the way. I am that truth. I make that which has been made. (laughs) He brings into existence whatever exists. (laughs) So, you know, and one of the the scriptures says that um, faith is the substance of things hoped for, Hebrews 11.1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. Meaning that our faith says something exists in the spiritual realm. That God has given us a hope of that which, of something that exists in the spiritual realm. And our faith is saying that we can bring that which is in the spiritual realm into this realm. This physical realm. You know, I will supply all your needs according to um, the riches, of, riches in Christ Jesus. I will supply all your needs according to the riches that are in Christ Jesus. So we have all these riches that are in Christ Jesus. Now, we would say, oh, well, you know, God, God wants us to be humble and poor. All that makes us is humble and poor. <laughs> it doesn't do, it's not, it's not what God wants. God wants to bless us with exceedingly great riches and blessing. You know, we, but sometimes we allow ourselves to compromise what God has for us for what is. We allow ourselves to compromise the blessing of God for what we have because we don't want to be disappointed. We don't want to disappoint ourselves because been down that road before and, and, and been disappointed, you know. Um, I, always, I always think of that illustration where the person walks around the track and they fall into a hole you know that happens well you walk around the same track fall into the same hole well pretty soon it becomes an IQ test (laughs) are we smart enough to avoid the hole you know so are we smart enough to just walk around the hole and we find that God has given us so many opportunities to do what is right and that he will bring into existence that which already exists. <laughs> so what is it that God has for us? What is it that God wants to bring into our life? What is it that God wants me to become? 
You see, we're on our way. We're on our way there. And we're not just waiting around to die. <laughs> we are living our life as unto the Lord because God has a purpose and a plan. So therefore, I am using my talents, my mind, my heart, my spirit, my body. I am using this for the kingdom of God to create what God wants to create here and now. I thought of um, in Genesis chapter 15, verse 1, uh, and after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham, Abram in a vision saying, Fear not, Abram, I am that shield, I am that exceeding great reward. Now, I didn't give that to you, so you don't have to look it up. Sorry about that. It's my fault. But uh, it's one of the scriptures from last week. Did you notice that what God promised to Abram was that I, will be your I am your shield? And so Abram is going to this new land, and he's going to encounter lots of roving, roaming bands of marauders and you know, walled cities that they, you know, they don't like visitors and you know all those types of things so he's 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 going to new territory he doesn't even really know what's out there but he knows God is going to take him or lead him somewhere and then Abram has told also about the land that God would show him but did you notice that it says I am that exceeding great reward I am your exceedingly great reward. So whenever we are declaring what's in an I can, God. God is in us and that he is our exceeding great reward. And all of the things that God um, births in our heart and our life are part of him, a part of God, being birthed in us. He is our exceeding great reward. If God is our reward, and God is the one who is bringing into existence, he who makes that which has been made, if he is the one who has done all of this, then he is telling us that you must think like I am. We must believe what God has said, that I am that because it's already here. I am, your exceedingly, I am your exceeding great reward. Whether we live or die, we belong to God. <laughs> that God setteth up one and taketh down another. The, the blessings of God are without number. <laughs> you know, he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. All the gold, I, I mean, the whole earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So what is it that God lacks? So in our life, now it doesn't mean that we're, you know, well, I'll just, if you just follow this two-point outline, two points, <laughs> two-point outline, you will be wealthy by the end of the day. I thought surely somebody would say amen. Amen. <laughs> No, you won't be. That's not, you know, it's like if you send so much money, God will do this. No. You know, you can send your tithes and your offerings, but that's fine. But I, it's not that it's going to be, this is a quick, get rich quick idea. This is not a get rich quick. This is about faithfulness to God and faithfulness to his promise, faithfulness to know that God is faithful to us. 
I am your exceeding and great reward. When we give our life to Christ, there's nothing more that we can get in this life that is greater than the reward we already have. Amen. Thank you. We've already got everything that is necessary for us to be happy and fulfilled in this life. Happy or joyful. Happy depends on happenings. Joy is that which abides within us. So our happiness can come and go, but our joy will last forever. So we find that in Exodus chapter 3, whenever God is speaking to Moses, this is in Exodus 3 verse 4, the Lord saw Moses was coming to look at the bush. Now this is uh, the burning bush experience for Moses. And um, he, you know, he sees this bush burning up on the hillside, but it wasn't consumed. I mean, it was a fire, but it wasn't a fire. Bush was on fire, but it wasn't consumed. So there's something wrong. There's something different about this bush. And so when he was coming, God called to him from the bush. He said, Moses, Moses. Now, every time in the Bible when it repeats something, it's for emphasis. You know, it's for emphasis. It's like, hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> you know, David, David. You know, it's, you know, what, you can't hear it once? No, it means it's special, pay special attention to this. And so God says to Moses, Moses, Moses. Now, what's in an eye can? You are. God has called you by name. So you're the person that God has called. And Yahweh is, I am that Yahweh. I am that he who made that which has been made. <laughs> I am that which, it's in you and in me. So Moses said, yes, Lord. Now we want to remember this. Yes, Lord. Because he calls him by name and he answers, yes, Lord. So we have to respond. What's in an eye can? An open heart to the call of God. What is it that God wants to do in our life? And guess what? You won't be able to do it without his help. <laughs> what he is calling us to is something greater than who we are. If we could do it without God, you'd already have achieved it. So God is calling us to become that person he has birthed in us to be before the earth was ever created. He knew who you were. He knew who you are, excuse me, and what you would become. So then God says to Moses, okay, you've got to, rec you've got to, you've got to respect my holiness because this isn't an ordinary thing that's going on here. Don't come any closer. Take off your sandals. You're standing on holy ground. What I'm about to reveal to you, very few will have ever seen or will ever know. That's an I can. Because it's God's call to your life specifically. What God calls me to do is not what he calls you to do because I'm already doing it. <laughs> he didn't call me to be another Billy Graham. 
You know, he already called Billy Graham to do that. So he has called you to be you, and he wants us to know that his call for our life is very sacred. It's not just a passing fancy. I'm calling, I'm looking for 100 volunteers. Will you be one of them? No. He's looking, he's calling you and I specifically, and it's your own I can. What's inside of you that is, that is strong enough to believe that I am that inside of God inside of us all right he affirms he affirms to us who he is I'm the God of your ancestors I am that God of your ancestors I am that God of Abraham I am that God of Isaac I am that God of Jacob so you see, you're on holy ground, Moses, and I want you to know who it is that is talking to you. I am the God of your fathers. So, you know, Moses is like, oh, this is, this is really you. The one who has put us together as a nation. This is really you. Now, he, he tells Moses, take off his sandals. Now, one of the things I, I think of with that is God wants nothing to come between us and him. We're on holy ground. So as we're standing there, we want to recognize that nothing is to come between God and I. I am that God. The God who makes that which has been made he who brings into existence whatever exists. <laughs> Moses <laughs> covered his face because he was afraid to look at God. <laughs> the first thing we must do as an I can is to reverence God, to recognize that he is a holy God and his name is holy, that we should never take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. You know, we do not attach God's name to something that is insignificant or something that is unholy. You hear people take God's name and attach it to things that are completely unholy. Why do they do that? Why? Because inside of them, they don't know it, but there's an evil influence in our society, in our world, that wants us to curse the name of God and to blaspheme God, and to attach holy things to things that are unholy. Why? To, to belittle, I am that inside of us. People who take God's name in vain belittle the idea that he could live in them. And we will never take the name of God in vain because we want to extol we want to uplift the name of christ uplift the name of god in us and in our heart out of the abundance of the heart we speak and so we speak about god in a reverent a reverential way that in a way that honors him and honors his call to our to our lives then the lord said you see i can i am that says to us 
that we have a purpose. There's a problem I see in front of us. The Lord said, I have seen the troubles of my people and how they have suffered in Egypt. I have heard their cries when the Egyptians hurt them. I know about their pain. So what we have here is God's declaration to Moses and he's telling Moses what's what the, 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 the purpose for his call. I have seen, I have heard, and I know. <laughs> Sounds that's pretty simple. I've seen, I've heard, and I know. Whenever we have this I can, this God inside of us who declares that we are capable of doing whatever he calls us to do, it's because God has seen what's around us. He has heard the needs of the people and the cries of the people, and he knows about what he can do, what needs to be done to rectify the situation. And he says in verse 8, Now I will go down and save my people from the Egyptians. I will make them, I will take them from that land and I will lead them to a good land where they can be free from these troubles. Another set of threes. I will go, I will take them, and I will lead them. So whenever we are looking at the I am that in what's in the I can, God is saying to us again, I will go. So you see, I have seen, I have heard, and I know. Now there calls for an action. I will go, save my people. I will take them from that land, and I will lead them to a good land. So in us, God is doing those very same principles. God is taking us. Now, one of the challenges is we may never move you know, it isn't like God's going to now take us to um, Paris. <laughs> oh boy, I'm going, to have a, I'm going to move to Paris because that's my good land. We may never move. <laughs> but God will take us in our hearts and our minds and we will be more than a conqueror in the land that we possess. <laughs> and that we, living in this place where God has called us to, have a specific function, have a specific part to play. We have, a, we have a person to become. And God says to them in, ver, in the next section, it is a land filled with many good things. When God presents to us the opportunity that is before us, and he says to us, you can do this, it's because there are many good things out in front. There are many good things that God has called us to. So I am that God who has many things prepared for you that are good things. And he also says, and there's lots of people in that land. Now, at the time, and he goes on to name them. Um, in my opinion, <laughs> I would look at that and say, God, you're just looking for trouble. <laughs> Because the people in that land aren't going to leave voluntarily. (laughs) 
Well, you see, difficulties are not a problem to God. People who, who are against, you know, the Canaanite, the Hittites, the Hivites, the Parasites, the Jebusites, all those people, the Canaanites, all those people, those city fortresses, they're not a problem to me. So I'm going to take you to the good land. I'm going to take you to a land filled with many good things. He doesn't, he does, and he talks about these people occupying, but that's just like a side note. Because when the I can abides in us, <laughs> the people who live there, the problems that exist there, are really not that big of a problem. They're walled cities, you know, Jericho and all these other places. They're walled cities. We would say, God, that's a big problem. God says, no, 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 not for an I can. Because I can, God says, I can. You believe what I am to make you the I can do. And that whenever I present my word to you and my purpose for you and my will for you, you will be able to step forward just as you were able to step into the Red Sea, <laughs> you know, he will be able to step into the Red Sea, Moses. It's just as you will be able to step in the Red Sea and it parts, and then 40 years later you'll be able to step into the overflowing Jordan River and it'll stop and I'll take you into the promised land. These things are not a problem to the people who understand I am that God. I am that Yahweh he who made that which has been made. He who brings into existence that which exists. I have heard the cries. I have seen the way the Egyptians have made the people uh, of Israel. I, I have seen, excuse me. I have seen the way the Egyptians have made life hard for them. So now I am sending you to Pharaoh. Go, lead my people Israel out of Egypt. Now, you remember up at verse 2, Moses, you know, he goes, Moses, Moses, and he goes, yes, Lord. <laughs> and uh, he tells him what he's supposed to do, and instead of saying, yes, Lord, he says, but God. <laughs> but God. I'm not a great man. He took his I am and used it in a negative way. He was robbing himself of the strength of God. I am not, rather than I am that God who makes that which has been made. Moses says, I am not that person. You see, what was in his I can do was not there yet. And he says, uh, I am not a great man. How can I be the one to go to Pharaoh and lead Israel out of Egypt? You see, Moses was more familiar with the Egyptians than he was with God, and he knew that if he goes before Pharaoh, Pharaoh's going to kill him. He knew, he knew how the Pharaohs worked. He was raised in the court of, the, of Pharaoh. So he would rather say no to God than to go and face Pharaoh. God says, verse 12, you can do it because I will be with you. You will, you will do this because I am that God who will be with you. 
So what God is feeling in Moses is the, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do this because the God, God is leading me. This will be the proof. Now, not only does he declare to, to him that you, you can do this, he says, I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to prove it to you. After you lead, and it, this is like, okay, after you lead the people out, well, it's funny, Moses didn't say, he, he does, like I said, uh, he does put a butt in there again. You know, he, he, you know, after you lead the people out of Egypt, you will come and worship me on this mountain. Well, God, I think I need a little more promises before I get that far. <laughs> I, I need those promises. And so in our life, we are, we're kind of that way. Uh, we, we kind of back off and God wants us, we believe the dream. I can do. Okay. <laughs> But we go back to the, I am that God who gives you the dream. I am that God who gives you the desire. I am that God, Yahweh, he who makes that which has been made. You see, what God has made for us isn't going to drop into our life. It's brought to our life by walking with God. Then Moses said to God, but, see, I am not. And then he says, but if I go to the Israelites, they're not going to, they're not going to believe me. Well, and uh, God says to them, say to them, the God of your ancestors sent me. Then the people will ask, well, what is his name? What should I tell them? Then God said to Moses, tell them I, I am who I am. And that, again, is the beginning of the revelation. You see, what's in an I can, it begins with a revelation that this relationship that we have with God is greater than our ability to do. It exceeds the strength of the, the, those who live in the area, like the, the Canaanites and Hittites, Havites and all them, the, I, the strength that I have in Christ is greater than the enemy that holds the land. What God has for us is our possession of the territory that we live in. And the possession of the territory that we live in is one that we want to be pleasing to God. And the, and the territory that I live in is governed by my belief of what God says is mine because he, God, we said it at the beginning, he is my exceedingly great reward. This is not mine. This is God's. This body is not mine. It is God's. These talents that I possess are not mine. They are God's. This ability that I have to think and to speak and, all, and to do those things, it's not mine. It's God's. And so as I surrender, we become, as Paul said, a living sacrifice. That our body, our life, our time, so the God is our exceedingly great reward and he fills this body the, with his spirit that helps us to understand 
What's in an I can? What's in a statement of I can do this? What's in that? It is the authority and it is the power of the living God who spoke into existence the world, who breathed into Adam the breath of life and made him a living soul, the God who knew us while we were yet in our mother's womb and formed us and had a plan for us and a purpose for us, the God who can take all things and work them together for a divine good. God is the exceedingly great reward. And Moses, Moses, David, David, whatever our name is, God calls it and he says it twice so that we will hear what he has to say. I see those things that are going on, but I'm sending you, the I can person. I'm developing you to free my people and to take them to the places where they need to go. Then God said to Moses, tell them I am that I am. When you go to the Israelites, tell them I sent you. And God said, tell the Israelites that you were sent by Yahweh, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. This will always be my name. This will always be my name, Yahweh, he who makes that which has been made. He who brings into existence whatever exists. If any of you lack faith, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and doesn't withhold anything. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to everyone liberally and doesn't hold anything back. This is how I want, to, I want the people to remember me from now on. So what's in an I can? What's in an I can? I can remember what God says that he wants to be remembered by from now on. I want to re be remembered as he who made that which has been made. I want to be remembered as he brings into existence whatever exists. I am that promise to you to hold you, strengthen you, heal you, restore you, open doors before you, prepare a place for you, that I am taking you to the land that flows with milk and honey and, <laughs> and giants and walled cities because nothing is impossible for me. What's in an I can? <laughs> What's in an I can? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Father, we thank you that you've heard, <laughs> you've heard our word, you've heard our faith, our declaration, and Lord, we, like Moses, say, is this really for me? Is this for somebody else? But God, just as Moses wandered in question, so too, Lord, we wander in question. It isn't our doubts that you have a problem with. It isn't our fears that you have a problem with. It's whether or not we can take you at your word. So, Lord, you offer proof, the proof of your spirit, the proof of forgiveness, the proof of a divine strength that touches our lives. So, Lord, we pray. We pray, make real to us your word, your spirit. And as you spoke with Moses, so, O oh Lord, 
Let the impression of your word fill our hearts and our minds that we, Lord, can understand that word that we may be able to move forward in your strength. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So what's in an eye can? You are. <laughs> Amen. God bless you.